0: All right, family, we've come at you this week basically like Morpheus from The Matrix, like man, take the red pill away from nostalgia and we're not stopping. Yeah, we
1: want you to take the blue pill here on the final mini-sode on nostalgia. We hope you'll tune in. We want to talk about a place where nostalgia runs rampant, the holidays.
0: If you're hearing all this culture talk and want to be a part of a thriving, growing culture, we want to invite you to be a part of Squeeze In. Squeeze In Franchising offers
1: you the chance to bring a culture and a vibe like Squeeze In to your community. You can make money. You can get time freedom for you and your family. And we would love to have you as part of our Squeeze In
0: family. Join us in the ownership team and go to squeezein.com franchising.
1: You're enjoying this episode on Angel Phoenix Productions Podcast Network. To explore a complete lineup of quality programs and media production services, head on over to angelphoenix.com or like our Facebook page at facebook.com forward slash Angel Phoenix Productions.
0: So as we're thinking about nostalgia, we can't end out this week without talking about the way that nostalgia plays into family traditions right?
1: Especially around the holidays. This is when we see most families have the most traditions is collected around those times of celebration and those times of holidays. So you probably, depending on what your family celebrates, can think of those holidays and get that feeling, right? It's either a positive nostalgia feeling. If you're like us, you were lucky enough to have incredible, loving, supportive positive family and you have good anchors in your family, then when you think back to those traditions, you get that happy yearning vibe of nostalgia. If you did not have happy holidays, or if you've lost someone around a holiday that's significant for you, then you might have the opposite of that nostalgia, right? A lot of folks who've experienced something traumatic around the holidays will say, gosh, I remember the holidays before the incident and I remember the holidays after, and it leaves this cloud, which is magnified by that sense of nostalgia. So what whether it's for good or for bad, a lot of us feel nostalgia around this holiday season.
0: So, a quick example for all of you. In 2019, you've heard our a little bit of our journey around vegetarianism. Uh, we kind of went through this eight-week process of like, are we really gonna like commit to like a no-meat lifestyle? Because it's a fairly large lifestyle change. And at that particular holiday, and the thing, Shy, if you'll remember, that I personally was grappling with leading up to, because it. So it was about October that we gave up meat. And I personally grappled really hard with the idea of not eating Thanksgiving turkey. And I even said to Shyla, I think that I'll just have my Thanksgiving turkey and then, then, then I'll be done. Cause cause I've got to have turkey on Thanksgiving. Now I think the universe gave me a blessing that year. I was horribly sick during that particular Thanksgiving. I had a terrible cold. I did not feel well. Um, and I think that that saved me from even wanting to eat turkey, which I did not, um, which would have broken for me eight weeks of not eating meat, but it was a big deal. Yeah,
1: it was. And we think about the holidays, too, all kind. Like, what what is the traditions that you have if you're like us and you're a Christmas celebrator? You've probably got this like lineup of Christmas movies, right? Like, we got to watch Elf. these five, right? Like, yeah, there are certain ones that are going to be on the list every year. Now, for us, there's three. Well, there's two that play on Christmas Day for sure. One is White Christmas, because that's my absolute favorite. And one is A Christmas Story, which is my husband's absolute favorite. And we are committed to this even Even when on Christmas Day we get to the point and we don't feel like starting the movies, we're like, no it's tradition. And as soon as you see that opening music for either one of the movies, you you feel that feeling, you feel that connection, that anchor to all of the Christmas past of doing that. And so nostalgia can keep us locked into some tradition, sometimes even when we're past the point of actually enjoying it. Right,
0: Kay? Oh, yes. Come <laughs> on now. Well, look, in my house, every Christmas Eve, we watch Polar Express and we have for the last dozen years since I have moved out on my own. Uh, and this is a, a great, tradition. And it's a very magical movie. And when I first saw it, when I was uh, a preteen, it really gave me that feeling of Christmas magic. Like maybe Santa could actually be real. Maybe the train's going to come for me. I don't know. And that there was such this sense of wonder and belief with the movie that then when I, I we started to create our own Christmas traditions, it became a part of it. But now like confession session, I don't even like the Polar Express. Like it's a good movie, you guys, but I've seen it like not, 900 times like I know what the ghost on the top of the train is all about like I have seen the guy's beard get pulled and him yell at the caribou like I I get it I've done it and I, I at this point I resent it but I still do it I do it even though I don't want to why because nostalgia is at play and am I gonna stop no but at least I'm conscious about what I'm engaging in.
1: Well, final story for you as we close out today's mini So, Speaking of Polar Express, they actually do a Polar Express event here in our Northern Nevada area. You can take your kids, you can go on a train, it putt-putts for like three miles, it arrives in a North Pole, you don't get off the train, but Santa gets on, he hands out his bells, bada-bing, bada-boom, you putt-putt back to the station, and they do that three nights a week from November through December. Now, the first year that we went, the kids were like five and two, like five, five, and two, and they are, was magic. They loved it. We loved it. It was beautiful. The next year, same. They're a little bit older. They're even more into it. They love it. We love it. The magic is there. Well, let me tell you, six years later and we were still doing the Polar Express and the last time we did it, I think the twins were like 10 and Annadelle was seven. And we just, we were like, why are we here this year? Why did we spend hundreds of dollars to be on this train? Because of nostalgia, because of those pre-established memories. So as we close out here, talking about how We examine the role of rigid adherence to certain traditions. It's okay to keep doing them, but think about the role of nostalgia and how it has played and had an impact on you in that decision making. Now, all
0: of this veil lifting comes at you, as always, with so much love from your sisters, Kay and Chai.
1: This podcast was a production of Angel Phoenix Productions. Explore more episodes of this show or other great shows on the Angel Phoenix podcast network by visiting angelphoenix.com. The views expressed in this show do not necessarily represent those of Angel Phoenix Productions or its advertisers and may contain language that's unsuitable for younger listeners.